beloved in Jesus Christ our Lord. We've heard our gospel reading, the second gospel reading today about our Lord and the paralytic. We've heard it many times. And the essence of the story, of course, that Jesus is God. Jesus is God. And so we stand on that. And that's how we go about and live our lives. Jesus is God in the flesh. But I want to look at something else. Jesus, the Word of God in the flesh, could have chosen to go to Jamaica and come to a quiet island to preach the good news. Jesus could have gone to a Polynesian island to preach the good news, an island where it's a closed society, not much external forces, pretty quiet, a regular rhythm of life. But he chose to come in the flesh, and he went to the adder's lair. He went to the place where it was the most dangerous. It was the most dangerous place to be in history at that point in time. It was a powder keg that was set to go off. The Romans knew what was happening in their occupation, how the Jews hated them. But their demand for money, for taxes, outweighed it, and so they applied their pressure. The Jews hated the oppression that they had from a foreigner. But they were forced to deal with it and pay the taxes. It was a dangerous time to live in, a dangerous place that Jesus chose to live out His ministry. You had to be careful what you said. It would get you scourged. It would get you beat with a cane. It would get you imprisoned. It would get your head cut off. It would get you crucified. It would get you stuck with a spear. That society was dangerous. But that's where Jesus chose to fulfill His ministry. Now, at the beginning of Mark's gospel, or at the beginning of the gospel we had, the second gospel of Mark, it says Jesus had been away for a while. He was praying. And then he went and performed some miracles, but his thing was preaching the word of God. One time Jesus was alone in prayer, and people were looking for him, and Peter found him and says, they're looking for you. And he says, okay, let's go off to other villages that I may preach the word. And we hear in our gospel today that Jesus was in the house, people heard about it, and he was preaching the word to them. He was speaking of the kingdom of heaven. He was talking about how we are to live our lives. How we are to forgive, how we are to show mercy, how we are to show kindness and love. He was going about his ordinary day of life, preaching the Word. And then in that moment, 
the crash of the roof opening up and a body laying before him. In the middle of his giving the word of God to the people, there's an interruption. And that is part of what Jesus came to do, to address the interruptions in our lives. At the beginning of Mark's Gospels, Jesus says, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He came to make present the kingdom of heaven as he is the kingdom of heaven in the ordinary day of life and his preaching and in his extraordinary moments when he'd bring about healings. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now you and I have not been commissioned to determine whether somebody is going to go to heaven. You and I have not been given the mandate to determine whether somebody is going to go to hell. That's God's job. What we are commissioned to do is to make the kingdom of heaven manifest where we are, to make it present in our daily life. We are to go about our daily lives preaching the word by the way we live it. And the way we speak our words to people, reflecting that love, that mercy, that kindness, that compassion, all those things that Christ taught us to do. And we are also to recognize when those interruptions in our life come, those opportunities, some may be comfortable and enjoyable, and others may be quite painful and uncomfortable. But it is precisely in those points that we are supposed to make manifest the kingdom of heaven then as well. Those are all holy moments. We make them holy by the manner in which we face them, the manner in which we live them out. Which requires us to have eyes to see. To see as God sees. You know, when I turn on the temple lights, we're not really looking at the light, are we? We're looking at everything that light illumines. We don't really, we can't see God, but we see everything God illumines. We see things through God's eyes. And we begin to see the events in our lives, the good, the normal, ordinary routine of our lives. And we're to manifest ourselves that way, the kingdom of heaven in that way. And in the difficult times, even if it's our turn of our health, a turn of a relationship, whatever it is, we're still to manifest the kingdom of heaven. So what we do is now ask ourselves in the last 24 hours, in the last 36 hours, in the last 72 hours, did I manifest that kingdom of heaven? In my mind, what does the kingdom of heaven look like based on what the gospel tells us? It's a place of ultimate love. Have I shown that ultimate love? Have I shown that mercy? Have I shown that kindness? In the past 72 hours, has my life, no matter what's happened, manifested the kingdom of heaven? Or did my temper get the best of me? 
Or did jealousy get the best of me? Did my pride get the best? We are called to make the kingdom of heaven present. Not just in this divine liturgy, but we're to take the kingdom of heaven out there. We have been baptized into Christ. We receive his body and blood. We're nourished in it. The kingdom of heaven is dwelling within us. And we are to go out in the ordinariness of life and in those extraordinary moments and let it be known. Now we live, and God put us here, at this particular place, at this particular time in history, with all the social and political and everything else that's going on. He put us here. He didn't put us in Jamaica, and he didn't put us in a Polynesian island. Put us right here in the Pacific Northwest at this moment. And as we can see in our society, no matter what we say and no matter what we do, somebody's going to ang get angry, yell at us, and at some point it might even start to get physical. And not just in the Seattle area, it's going to be throughout. This just seems to be the natural progression of things. But it's what we do in that that's important. It's in the midst of that, knowing that something could happen and I'm going to get a backlash in my face from verbal abuse, but I'm going to speak the truth. I'm going to live my life in truth. That's manifesting the kingdom. Jesus Christ, the living God in the flesh, walked on earth and was abused by the people. But he continued to do it. And that is our model. And the saints that followed him did the same. To be a Christian is not an easy task. It's not a cakewalk. It costs us something. But what we get in return gains us everything. But we're not alone. And we can't do it of our own human strength. This is the Sunday we celebrate the great bishop Gregory of Palamas of Thessalonica. And he gave us, among many things, the, the theology of God's essence and God's energies. We can't see God's essence, that which makes God God, Trinity, Trinity, that what's, whatever it is, we use the word essence, usia. But we know we exist by the divine energies he gives off, just like we know the sun exists by the light, the heat, the rays that it gives off. Those divine energies are life-flowing and life-giving. And they're flowing through each and every one of us. He's making Himself manifest in us so we can make our, Him manifest to the world. Let us go out and be that kingdom. Let us go out and live that life in the ordinariness and see the holiness of just the everyday. But recognize the holiness even in the difficult times, those challenging times, the times we find ourselves in right now. St. Paul says, where grace, sin abounds, grace abounds more. Imagine the amount of grace that is flowing, but we keep looking at the negative. 
and fail to see the glory that God and the glorious things that God has accomplished and is accomplishing. You're the living stone of the faith. You're the ones that are to go out and preach the good news. Nobody else is going to do it. They don't have the faith. They don't even know what to look for. They don't even know what it looks like. But you do. So go out. Be brave and be bold. And live your life in the keeping of the gospel that Jesus came to preach. In living that life of that word that he preached to those people that day in that house. The word that spoke to the paralytic, arise, pick up your mat and walk. The words that said, take courage, your sins have been forgiven. That word is flowing through you. You have been empowered with that word by the Holy Spirit. Don't let fear get in the way. That's the devil's doing. We just need to have confidence, courage, and conviction. And we will persevere. We may suffer a little bit, but we will persevere. Glory to Jesus Christ.